Folks, if you're struggling with a relationship with your team or your boss or your peers, or maybe you're not struggling, but you just want to get better in terms of relationships and you understand DISC, we highly recommend you consider our Effective Relationships series of podcasts. You can buy a series telling you that if you're a D, how to relate to your directs, each of whom D, I, S, and C, or if you're a D, relating to your boss, who might be a D, I, S, and C. It will tell you in every podcast, some of them as much as two hours long, how to handle meetings, how to handle delegations, how to handle feedback and coaching, how to brief your boss, how to disagree with your boss, how to communicate in general with your boss, what your boss wants from you and what you might want from your directs as well. Many of the show notes are 20 and 25 pages long to give you many, many examples and many, many details of behaviors you can engage in to, again, as we like to say, reduce the drama, reduce the tension, reduce the conflict, and increase the harmony and collaboration, which leads to better outcomes because it's all about results and people are what's important. Welcome to Career Tools. This week, relationship errors, expecting answers. Okay, Danny, so this is one of the things that Mark says very often to us, which is, you only are owed an honest answer to a question you're owed an answer. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it takes a little bit to pass, but basically it means if somebody asks you a question that they have no right to ask you or no right to an answer to, then you don't have to be honest. And if they ask you a question that they have a right to answer uh, to ask, then you do have to be honest. Yeah, I think we have a, a lot of... Um talk in the world today. It's 2015 about transparency, right? We hear mm -hmm. that all the time. And everyone from the White House and the president down to local school boards and organizations, corp corporations, everybody's talking about transparency. We want to be more transparent. And all of that can, can, I think, lead a lot of people to a false conclusion, right, Wendy? People mm -hmm. think, oh, transparency, then I, I, should get an answer to any question that I possibly have, which is not true. <laughs> no, especially from the White House, right? Because they have those state secret things, the, the things that keep us safe. Right. <laughs> There's a reason for those things. Not always, but there is a reason. So we're going to go through accept no answer, meaning accept someone saying to you, I'm not going to answer or no comment or whatever. Um, empathize and build relationships which is probably familiar because nearly all career tools casts come down to uh, putting yourself in someone else's shoes and building relationships. Right. And I think this is an important cast because I think this expectation of I'm owed an answer to any, any and every question I have causes conflict in relationships where, you know, people, people ask things they shouldn't be asking. They get their feelings hurt if they don't get an answer. The people who are being asked feel uncomfortable and it's it just causes conflict and disharmony. So that's why this is all about relationships. Exactly. So if you're asked if you've completed a task, then you have to be honest, right? If you if you um if you haven't done it, you have to say no. There's no reason in this cast to be dishonest. If you're asked when you spoke to someone and what was said and it was a work task and your boss is asking you and there's no reason not to be honest, you know, it's a, it's a reasonable workplace concern from your boss, then you have to be honest. 
And if you seriously make a serious mistake, you have to be honest, whether someone asks you or not. And believe me, if you put it under the rug, it gets bigger and bigger yeah. until until the rug is like, it's like a rug with an iceberg underneath it. And the rug's just covering that top pointy bit. Um, so yeah, keeping secrets is not a good thing. Now, if if somebody asks you a question to which they deserve an answer, like the like the boss, your boss asks you, hey, have you done that yet? Then you have to be honest because that's what ethical people do. On the other hand, if somebody asks you a question and they don't have a right to the answer, like let's say a peer asks you, hey, I saw a doctor's appointment on your calendar. What's that about? Then you don't have to be transparent. You don't owe them transparency and an honest answer, right? Your conversations with your spouse, your doctor, your lawyer, these are all protected by law and for a good reason. They're private conversations and you have no obligation to reveal them to anybody else. And so you cannot expect other people to do otherwise. But what if I ask those questions and I'm just being caring for my peer? If she's going to the doctors, then I want to know so that I can do the right thing for her. <laughs> I think there are other ways that you can express that <laughs> than, <laughs> hey, why are you going to the doctor? Exactly. So questions like, why aren't you coming to the drinks tonight? Why are you having Thursday afternoon off? What's going on with you and the boss? Why were you over in HR today? Is Bill getting promoted? Why didn't I get the job? What does Joe have that I don't? And did you did you get a pay rise? Did you get a bonus? Um even if you're willing to share those kind of uh, the answers to those kind of questions, that doesn't mean that other people around you are willing. And for any of those questions, there's no obligation for them to share. Most of those are reasons which are personal and they have nothing to do with the work that you're doing. And, you know, if, if you didn't get the job, then you don't ask someone other than your boss and your boss hasn't has an answer and you don't want to probe too much on that answer they've given you the answer to the question and if you think there's more and you think they're not being transparent then that's fine but they've given you the party line and that's all the boss can do and the more you force it the more you break that relationship yeah absolutely I would say too, and if, if you do get answers to those types of questions, you, you shouldn't expect them to be completely candid and honest answers, right? They, people may hedge a little bit because they, they know that those are um, really not appropriate questions for you to be asking. Those are not things that you have a right to have the answer to. And that one about why didn't I get the job, I, I got asked that so many times in my previous life when I didn't promote people because I often was interviewing internal candidates and it just really does damage the relationship. I mean, every time somebody would ask me that, I would just, in my head, I'd be thinking, don't you, don't you understand that you shouldn't be asking that question, right? The question you should be asking is, what can I do to be better prepared next time? Exactly. That's a totally different question. That's right. It's the, yeah, some of these questions, it's not just the topic, but it's the way they're phrased as well. Yeah. You know, if, if you do get a little bit of a, a hedgy answer or, you know, a little bit of a pause for somebody from somebody or not a not a very robust answer or even an outright response that so, if somebody says, you know, I just really don't feel good about sharing that, then apologize for asking. 
Um, you have wandered into territory that you were not entitled to be in. And apologizing is important because it helps repair the damage that you just did to the relationship. And at a minimum, it shows that you understand that you went somewhere that you shouldn't have been. Yeah, it's a bit like we all have, we have personal space and we have public space. And between the two, there's a bit of a demarcation zone, a gray area. And some people have less and and will have people more into their personal space and some people have more and if you get one of those hedging answers you are definitely in that demarcation space and that person probably doesn't want you in their personal space and that's okay because we're all different and sometimes you will make the mistake of assuming that someone else is just like you and when you hear one of those hedging answers or I don't feel comfortable sharing that you know that's where you've gone and you need to apologize and step back out because that person's being made uncomfortable. Absolutely. Okay. So our second point is about empathy and our recommendation is to empathize, (laughs) (laughs) meaning put yourself in that person's shoes. Empathy means trying to understand where that person is coming from, even if you wouldn't do the same thing or act the same way, right? Because Wendy, as you just said, everybody's different. Not everybody views these these types of questions or these types of topics the same way you do and you sh- you shouldn't assume oh we don't use the word the word shouldn't around here <laughs> you ought not assume that just because you would be fine answering questions like that that everybody else is exactly so let's use an example let's say you work in sales and you had a great year and you've surpassed all the previous records for sales uh, by at least half and it wasn't even a great year for the economy it was just you went out and got all those sales so you get the standard bonus and the ceo singles you out and gives you the value of your bonus again so you get a hundred thousand dollar bonus instead of fifty thousand rock star place to work yeah (laughs) one of your peers asks you why you were invited to the ceo's office and you might feel entirely comfortable saying he wanted to congratulate me and he doubled my bonus and you expect the other person to high five you and you buy the next round If you're in that group, can you imagine that some people might not feel that way, that some people might feel embarrassed that they're that successful, that they might feel like it's luck and they don't deserve it, or their financial situation isn't what they wanted it to be and they don't want questions later about, well, you had all that money, why didn't you have a great holiday this year, why are you still driving your old car, you know? There's all sorts of reasons why somebody might answer, he just wanted to congratulate me and not add the part about the bonus. Yeah, all kinds of reasons that you can't even begin to think about. Uh, When I have a not a great day presenting or I feel like somebody at a conference didn't have a great experience with me, you know, and I kind of start beating myself up like, oh, I could have done this better. I could have done that better. One of the things that Tim, my husband, reminds me of is, Danny, you, you have no idea what's going on with that person. You you know, who knows? They they could have had a really bad morning. They could have just gotten over being sick. I mean, they could have eaten something that doesn't sit well with them. I mean, yeah. <laughs> there's all kinds of reasons why why people do what they do. And you just can't even begin to imagine what could lead to that. That's why Tim's such a great salesman, because he never takes anything personally. <laughs> he does Because he has all these reasons why other people, right. whereas whereas people like me, are, I'm assuming like you too, but like definitely like me, have only reasons that it was my fault. Yeah. So, you know, 
Oh, I must have done something wrong. I could have done something differently. What did I say that was wrong? What could I have done it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, he's like, oh, they had a bad burrito for lunch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The point that being, be guys. Yeah, it should. The, the point being is that you just don't know what's going on with other people. And and something that you might feel totally fine sharing and, and be excited about and even expect other people to ask you about, other people might not feel that same way that you do, right? So even if you're the kind of person who would ask, even for a completely benign reason, you just cannot expect an answer. Um, and if you're being asked, you don't owe that person an answer either. The company may want to be more transparent about pay and bonuses as a company, but maybe not at an individual level. And an individual's pay information, um, it's protected. And it's up to the individual to decide whether or not to disclose it. And in a lot of organizations, actually, people are told you are not allowed to talk about how much money you make with other people who work here. Yeah. When I worked in Germany, that was it was illegal to do that. I don't know if they've changed it now, but it was illegal to talk about your pay. And there are exceptions. There's um, Some companies are um, publishing individual pay data often startups, um, and some companies are publishing more data about pay by organization or by job title, just because of the um, concerns about equality between people doing the job title, they should be, be being paid roughly equal, uh, despite any differences between them. And of course, in public companies, the certain company officers pay is published, and that's a legal requirement. Right, they have to do it. Yeah. And and if you're one of those company officers, you can expect people to look it up. They shouldn't be coming around asking you. <laughs> right. But you know, if you're if you're in one of those companies or you are thinking about going to one of those companies, you have the choice whether to join them and have your pay published or not. And you have your the choice whether to disclose it to your peers or not. Um so don't feel that you have to or that you should be pressured into it. And I'm reminded what Mark always says about compensation. People always lie about <laughs> how much money they make. <laughs> they do. They do. So before you ask a question, put yourself in the other person's shoes. And is there a reason why they might want to protect that information? And you might have to think quite hard about that. And you wanting to know is not justification. Just because you're curious or you know, you feel like it's a benign thing. Oh, I just, I just wondered. Like that is not a good justification for asking other people things that they don't feel that they want to disclose. All right, and our last point, Wendy, is don't ask. Right. So we say over and over and over again at Career Tools that career success is all about two things: results and relationships. Right. You gotta hit your numbers, you got to deliver, and you have good, got to have good relationships with people that you work with. And every time you ask someone a question like this, a question that they believe they feel you're not entitled to have an answer for, they're forced to hedge or obfuscate, <laughs> that's a hard word, um, or defend their boundary or, you know, pull back a little bit and you damage the relationship. Yeah. Let's take a really bad example. So let's say your peer who you've worked with for three months says, why don't you have any more children? And for most people, the number of children they have is a result of an intensely personal circumstance. Yes. It might only be known to the couple themselves, right? That they decided not to have any children or they've been unable to have any more children or there's something else that affects whether or not they're having children. And 
it's not anything to do with work. And somebody might say, well, knowing that makes me um, able to work with them because I understand more about their life. Well, sure, I can, I can see that point of view. And I can also see someone who has decided not to have children doesn't want to have to justify that to almost complete strangers. It's not quite, but it's close. Yeah. You know, you said that let's take a really egregious example and people might, I could imagine where some of our listeners are like, oh, people don't really ask that. Let me tell you, they do do. (laughs) all the time. As somebody who doesn't have kids, I get asked that all the time. Yeah. I get, why aren't you married? And then why don't you have kids? Yeah. (laughs) Like, what am I going to do? Give you my entire personal history? Right. It's just, there's no gracious way to answer that. <laughs> no. Well, I, I I usually go with either a joke, like if they say, aren't you married? Why aren't you married? And I say, you know, oh, all the good ones are taken. You know, something just to brush it off. I don't often say, I don't want to talk about that because that's a bit <laughs> slamming the door in yes, your face. Yeah. But yeah, I definitely hedge. So being asked a question like that is like being stabbed in a fencing match. It's like the blade sneaks past and it just gets into that soft, unprotected part where your personal things live. And even if we come up with a really good answer, um, we still feel the pain of the jab. Like if somebody if somebody asks you, why don't you have children? Or why didn't you go for that promotion? Or why didn't you get that promotion? Even if you come up with an answer like, oh, I didn't want to work the hours or, yeah, I've got other things to do in my life other than work. The person probably still feels the pain of you asking a question that really you don't, you just don't deserve an answer to. Um, So you're, so even if you think, oh, she was fine. She just, you know, brushed me off. That's not true because often that person is quite hurt and hurt damages relationships. Yeah. And I think the fencing example is a really good example, Wendy, because it does feel, you know, like, yeah, you're being you're being hit in the in the little soft area because these are types of questions that in our minds we think, oh, the person should know they shouldn't be asking. (laughs) And so we aren't expecting it when I'm at a conference getting ready to to start the day and I'm chatting with people and you know people are making small talk and where are you from and where do you live and all that kind of stuff and oh do you have kids no I don't oh well why is that and it's like oh I just didn't expect that question you know it's just very jarring um you know you just met somebody or or whatever and and you know they're they're asking these types of questions that you think that's a little too close to to home there yeah one of my friends is, I talked about this in the newsletter, one of my friends is going through um, a job change and there was a recent promotion which everybody expected her to go for and she didn't because she didn't want to be up in that role and having to do different things than she does now and it would take more time where she wants to at least have half of her time or some of her concentration on the thing that she's changing to. And I could feel when I, we, she and I were talking about it, she said, when, when she describes people asking her, hey, why didn't you go for that promotion? And it's she doesn't want to talk about a job change that nobody else knows that she's thinking of. You know, what happens right. if she does all the training and then she decides, I really don't want to run my own business and that's what this would mean. And so I'm going to stay doing what I was doing and I'll do this as a um, – a casual thing for friends or if she 
um, decides, oh, I'm, I'm going to stay in this job for another five years and save the money so that I can feel comfortable when I leave or whatever. Those, those reasons are deep inside right now. And until she's ready to talk about it, until she's, you know, it would be career suicide for her to say, oh, hey, by the way, I'm interested in this completely different thing. And um, I'm thinking of leaving in three years. Right. <laughs> she's not going to say that. Right. So, so when people ask her, she feels bad that she has to say something that's, that you know, that's not true, that, you know, um, she didn't feel like it would work out for her when it's very obvious that she could do the job with her eyes shut. And it's just not fair, really, of people to ask her. I mean, I'm, I'm not sure what they expect as an answer. You know, why didn't you go for that job? I think what they want her to say is, well, the boss guy for that job, I really don't like him. Or, you know, something. They want the gossip. I think you're right. And I think gossip that's a really good isn't point. healthy either. <laughs> right. Yeah, I think you're right. I think in some of those cases with some of those questions, people are thinking, you know, oh, I'll get the inside scoop. I'll get the inside, the inside line on what's happening. Yeah, I'll know something that nobody else knows. Right. And really, you know, what you're doing is you're just damaging the relationship and kind of revealing yourself, I think, to be... Um, I, I always think of the the internet meme, socially awkward penguin. Like yes. you're just little, you're like you know you should you should have known that you know really that's not a great question to ask. So so we say err on the side of not asking. If there is any reason that you can think of why someone might not want to answer that question, then don't ask. Because if they want to talk about it, they will. Yes. I mean, if they want to share why they didn't go for that promotion or why the CEO called them to called you know them to this to their office they'll tell you about it uh, and ask yourself what the real reason that you're asking is is are, are you just asking to satisfy your own curiosity you could even be telling yourself that there's a good reason for asking but if it's really just because you're curious then definitely do not ask and I think that that takes some serious thinking sometimes sometimes you have a really good justification for something but it's a bit like, you know, when people say when you're going to buy something really expensive, wait a week and see if you still want it. If you're really curious about something and you're telling yourself you have good reason, but it, it might stray into this territory, then leave it two days and see if you still want to know. Um, and still see if your justification is still as good as it was. This is such a great cast, Wendy, because this is this is actually something that I'm I am not great at. As a high eye, I don't have a very big filter or, or a good filter. <laughs> I just kind of anything that pops into my head comes out of my mouth. And I am, um, you know, not great at, at keeping my private life private. I'm pretty, pretty much an open book, mm -hmm. which in some cases is good, but in some cases is not. And I often make the false assumption that other people are like me and, and are okay talking about anything and everything. And, uh, and so I have to remind myself that, you know, I have some things that I'm not comfortable talking about and so do other people and don't ask things that don't, that, that there's any possibility might be a little uncomfortable for them. And you have high, uh, not high eye directs, you have some directs who are different profiles who probably have a very different perception of what should be shared or what could be shared. And And I bet that there's times when you think, as a manager, I need to know this and they don't want to tell you. Yes. 
it's tough in those in those positions, right? You have to wait for that person to trust you enough to be able to discuss those topics. And that takes time and lots and lots of one-on-ones. Yes, absolutely. To summarize, the people that around us do not owe us answers for the things that don't concern us. Personal space is more than physical. It's psychic too. And being in someone's psychic space is as damaging to your relationship as anything else you could do. So just step out, stay out of their pers- their psychic space. That's the way to do it. Unless they invite you in. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Wendy. Thanks. Bye, everyone. Thanks, everyone. Come back next week. Career Tools produces actionable guidance for professionals every week. To receive additional materials via our newsletter and to find products for situations you may face, go to www managertools.com. Search for Career Tools on Twitter and LinkedIn.